thank you for tuning in. It's been a while, but let's get right into it. On this episode, I'ma let y'all know why Kobe Bryant is better than LeBron James. I'ma speak on the Michael Jordan documentary and also got some things to say about Gianna Bryant. Gianna Bryant was 13 years old when she passed away. God rest her soul. In my opinion, after finishing her college career at UConn, because that's where she wanted to go, Gianna Bryant was going to go to the Los Angeles Sparks and revitalize the WNBA, the same way Michael Jordan revitalized the NBA. I'm telling you, when Michael Jordan came into the NBA in 1984, there was only 23 NBA teams. When he left the league in 98, there was 29 NBA teams. Gianna Bryant was definitely going to grow the WNBA globally. She was going to put butts in the seats. She was going to bring views on television. And Kobe was definitely going to be her coach. Whoever was there at the time, we'll have to kick rocks. Because Kobe coming in, the coach's daughter, that's the deal. My daughter's going to play on this team, and I'm going to coach her and her teammates. Gianna had Kobe's moves already, and Kobe said it himself. Gianna loves basketball. All right, cool. I know basketball. I can teach you. Awesome because I, it's like a blank canvas yeah. when they first taught it. started two years ago. So I started teaching them all the footwork. It took me 20 years to learn. Yeah. I'm teaching them that at 11. Yeah. You know, so now at 13, I mean, they're fadeaways. They're up and unders. They're, they're, they're spin moves. They're balanced. Like, their footwork is really, really sharp because yeah. it's like a blank canvas. And it's fun to watch them figure it out. Yeah. You know, to watch them learn. <laughs> And that audio clip was taken from the Knuckleheads podcast with Quentin Richardson and Darius Miles. Shout out to them. That was a great interview they did with Kobe. But just think about that. We all know how skilled Kobe was. We know Kobe's dedication to the game, his attention to detail, how he just refused to lose. Everything you would want in a champion, he had it. He was instilling that into her. And it was manifesting. You saw that in her game at 13 years old. So what she would have been at the age of 22, 21, when she got into the WNBA, you'd have thought she was watching Kobe Bryant in a wig. She was going to be the woman version of him. Everybody would have been watching, me included. She already had his scowl. She had his swag. She was walking like him. Like She had his head fake and turn around, head fake again, turn around jumper. She had his layup package. It was almost like you created a video game version of Kobe Bryant, but made him a girl. She was going to destroy every opponent in the WNBA. That would have been a sight to see. And um, I'm really, really, really disappointed that we won't be able to see that. Rest in peace to Gigi. Rest in peace to Kobe. Uh, Vanessa Bryant, you are an amazing woman and stay strong. Now to this Kobe Bryant versus LeBron James thing. You don't know, I'm a Kobe Bryant fan through and through. There's no debating Kobe Bryant is better than LeBron James, and this is why. Let's just start off with the big numbers, points, rebounds, and assists. LeBron James is 6'9", 250. Kobe Bryant, 6'6", 212. Kobe's a guard. LeBron is a forward. A 6'9", forward is always going to win the rebounding battle versus a 6'6", guard, Anytime. So the rebounding numbers, that ain't going to do it. Because if that's the case, then Kevin Garnett is better than LeBron James because he got more career total rebounds. And we all know that's not true. Now let's go to the points. Kobe Bryant came in the league in 96, and he was coming off the bench behind Eddie Jones for about three years. In Kobe's first three seasons, he started 57 games. 
out of a possible 214 games for his first three seasons, Kobe only started 57 games. Now for LeBron James, out of a possible 246 regular season games, he started 238 of those games. Out of 246, he started 238. I mean, just think about that. That's a 181-game head start of starts. Kobe came to the Lakers. He had to play behind Eddie Jones, who was a beast, and Nick Van Exel, who was a beast. When LeBron came to the Cavaliers, that was his squad. He was playing behind or next to Ricky Davis. Like, come on. This is no comparison. They first three years ain't even fair. Kobe's first three years in the league getting barely any playing time, he scored 2,755 points. That's his first three seasons, 2,755 points. LeBron James, his first three seasons, coming to a team that they knew was going to be his, he scored 6,307 points. His first three years in the league, they knew, they knew this is the dude. This is quote-unquote King James Give him the rock. He going to do whatever he want. He scored 6,307 points his first three seasons in comparison to Kobe, who in his first three seasons, who had to play behind Nick Van Exel, behind Eddie Jones, and with Shaquille O'Neal, scored 2,755. I'm talking a lot of numbers in this one. That's the difference of 3,552 points off of rip for the first three seasons already. Okay. Kobe didn't start to get the respect he deserved until his third season when he started all 50 games. Keep in mind, that was the lockout season. They only played 50 regular season games. I'm not playing. Right. That's like you sitting down, you're not playing, and you're watching everybody else kill the league when you know you should be doing that. It, it still pisses me off to this day because, like, ultimately, you know, what numbers would you have put up? Oh, right. Because everybody wants to go to that. Oh, let's go to career numbers. Go to career. Somebody, I wish somebody would have told me that back That's then. That's 3,500, more points. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, those years of not playing and sitting on the bench and just watching, mm -hmm. it's frustrating. Mm. And that audio clip is from the All The Smoke podcast with Matt Barnes and Steven Jackson. Now, Kobe Bryant also battled some injuries throughout his career that cut him out a few games here and there. As we all know, his last three years, he was a shell of himself. He did rupture his Achilles tendon, shot them two free throws heroically, and then had to limp off the court and missed the last handful of games in that season and had to miss almost the entire following season. He only played six games. So out of a possible 246 regular season games in his last three seasons, Kobe only played 107 of those games. And that's after an Achilles injury where you're not as fast, not as explosive. You just got to get by on your footwork and knowledge of the game. And don't forget he even had a shoulder injury, so even his shooting was off. And he always played through like a broken finger or a finger sprain or something. Kobe played through mad injuries. But overall, Kobe probably missed out on about 400 games worth of stats because of injuries and the idiots that decided not to start him in his first two seasons. Kobe finished his career with 33,643 points. And if he would have got the respect he deserved and probably not had any of those major, major injuries, it would have been close to 40,000. But I know, I know, injuries are part of the game. Everybody gets injured. Except for LeBron. 
I wonder why. Anyhow, as of this COVID break, LeBron James is at 34,087 points. Now, of course, he already passed up Kobe. He is going to keep going, and he's probably going to get close to maybe 37, 38,000, I'm assuming. He's going to pass Kobe in points, but Kobe, they didn't know what he was and what he was going to become. So, unfortunately, he missed out on a lot of points. On to the next thing, assists. LeBron's going to win that battle. LeBron has a 9,298 assist count as of right now. Kobe finished his career with 7,047. Kobe said himself he trusts his teammates, but he trusts himself more. In my opinion, Kobe could have Reggie Miller in one corner, Ray Allen in the other corner, and on the two wings have Steph Curry and Klay Thompson. If it's five seconds left, he taking the shot even if he double teamed because that's how Kobe is, and chances are he going to make that shot. That shit hit different now, don't it? Yeah, I know. Blocks. Kobe had 640 for his career. LeBron James currently has 951. Now, as I said earlier, LeBron James is a forward. Kobe Bryant is a guard. LeBron plays closer to the basket. Kobe plays further away from the basket. It's easier to get blocks when you're close to the basket. Also, LeBron is taller, better wingspan. He's going to block more shots. Let's look at the steals, though. The stills, they was damn near very, very, very close to each other in stills. LeBron James currently has 2,011, and Kobe finished his career with 1,944. And I'm going to say it again. Kobe missed about 400 games worth of stats, okay? Now, those are counting numbers. Let's get into actual basketball. Kobe is a better defender. He's a better on-ball defender. Yes, Bron had more blocks, more steals. I just said that I know. But Kobe is a better defender. Kobe can actually shut people down and make it very, very, very hard for you to get around him. Very hard for you to drop a 40 or 50-point game on his head. Now, LeBron James has had his fair share of game winners too. But Kobe got that clutch factor. Yes, he got game winners. But if you got Kobe and you got LeBron... And you need a shot to win the game. You are insane if you would get a ball to LeBron over Kobe. Kobe going to get the job done. Kobe Bryant made the all-defensive team 12 times in his NBA career. LeBron James is in year 17 of his career and has only accomplished the all-defensive team six times. He's not catching Kobe Bryant in all-defensive teams. Now, to play devil's advocate, LeBron James does have 12 all-NBA teams to Kobe's 11 selections. But as I said earlier, Kobe Bryant missed about four to five seasons of basketball, whether it be through injuries or just the coaches not knowing that he was going to be what he became. Kobe Bryant came into the league as a rookie, averaging 15 minutes a game and seven points. That's what they gave Kobe Bryant, 15 minutes a game, all right? When LeBron James came into the league as a rookie, he played 80 games, 40 minutes, and averaged 21 points a game. I'm going to say that again. He came into the league as a rookie playing 40 minutes and averaging 21 points. Okay? His second year in the league, he
he played 42 minutes a game and averaged 27 points. Kobe still wasn't starting his second year in the league. He came off the bench his first and his second year in the league. The second year in the league, he played 26 minutes a game and averaged 15 points. He didn't start until his third year in the league, and that was the lockout season, 50 games. So let's go to year four for both of these players. Year four is around the time Kobe started getting the respect he deserved. And by that time, LeBron James was already a beast. And just for comparative purposes real quick, Giannis Antetokounmpo came into the league in 2013, right? He was averaging 24 minutes, got six points a game. His second year, he was averaging 31 minutes, got 12 points a game. His third year, he was averaging 35 minutes, got 16 points a game. When did he blossom? Year four. 35 minutes a game, 23 points. The reason I say that is you need time on the court. Giannis Antetokounmpo was playing behind Chris Middleton. You got Giannis Antetokounmpo playing behind Chris Middleton. That makes zero sense. Now I'm back to Kobe. Kobe's fourth year in the league, he played 38 minutes a game and averaged 22.5 points. That's good, but he could have been doing that since his rookie year. That's a lot of points he missed out on. LeBron James' fourth year in the league, he played 40 minutes a game and got 27 points. LeBron James also wasn't playing with a player of Shaquille O'Neal's caliber. Shaquille O'Neal was getting 40 minutes a game and averaging 30 points. LeBron James has never had another 30-point scorer on his team ever. And Kobe still was putting up buckets. What else happened that year? Oh, that's right. Lakers won the championship. The year Kobe started getting his respect, he started getting rings. And I know what you're thinking. Kobe has Shaquille O'Neal. Valid argument. But LeBron also had D-Wade and Chris Bosh in their primes in the Eastern Conference and faced the Dallas Mavericks and somehow lost. You think Kobe would have lost with that team? Take LeBron off that team, put Kobe there with Wade and Bosh in their primes. They would have swept the Mavericks. But instead, LeBron let J.J. Barea lock him up. Come on, man. Also, another fun factoid, Kobe's rookie year, he won a dunk contest. Did LeBron ever step into the dunk contest? Hell no. Did he say he was? Inquiring minds and the fans want to know, LeBron, are you going to compete next year? Right now, I'm preliminary putting my name in the 2010. What? <laughs> Bro, what are you talking about, man? 2010 in Dallas Stadium. That's right. Primarily, I'm putting my name in the dunk okay. contest. All right, fans, you heard that from LeBron James. And speaking of dunk contest, Aaron Gordon was robbed for the 2020 dunk contest. He should have won that hands down. But D-Way had to rob for his homeboy from Miami and mess up the scores. But here's the funny thing about that. Initially, Aaron Gordon wanted to jump over Shaquille O'Neal. And D-Way's excuse for not giving the perfect 10 to Aaron Gordon was because when he attempted to jump over Taco Fall, he didn't clear him completely. He brushed him a little bit. So for that, he couldn't give him a perfect score. But Taco Fall is 7-5. Shaquille O'Neal is 7-1. Initially, Aaron Gordon wanted to jump over Shaq. Shaq said, hell nah, you ain't jumping over me. So he had to go to literally the tallest man in the arena, which was Taco Fall. Had Shaq okayed it and let Aaron Gordon dunk over him, who's 7-1, he would have cleared Shaq and probably won the dunk contest because that four inches would have made the difference. Pause. More to come after the break. 
thank you everybody for listening to the podcast i appreciate it i would always like to hear the feedback let me know what you think let me know if you agree let me know if you disagree if you don't already know the instagram is limitless underscore e that's limitless underscore e check me out Now let's get to this ring talk. We all know Kobe got five, and we all know LeBron currently has three right now. A lot of haters want to say, but Kobe won the one without Shaq. Kobe wouldn't have got those first three rings if it wasn't for Shaq. What about Bron? How many rings would he have if it wasn't for Ray Allen saving his life? If it wasn't for Kyrie pulling up over Steph Curry saving his life in that game seven, which was a miraculous, miraculous, wonderful series to watch. But if it wasn't for Kyrie hitting that jumper, where would LeBron be? Where would Bron be without his chips? That was a nice ass block he got off of Igbo Dollar, but Igbo Dollar was injured. And I know y'all gonna say, well, the first time around, Cavaliers had injuries too. Kevin Love was injured, Kyrie. Nah, injuries is a part of the game. So if you wanna play the what if game, I'ma join you on playing the what if. What if Ray Allen hits his shot? What if Kyrie didn't hit his shot? What if instead of trying to do a layup, Igbo Dollar was healthy enough and he dumped it? Then people want to say LeBron James dragged teams to the finals. LeBron James dragged trash bags to the finals. LeBron James got through a weak-ass Eastern Conference and an old-ass Detroit Pistons team. That Detroit Pistons team was like on their third straight season winning 50 games. They was tied when LeBron James ran down on them and scored 25 straight points. LeBron James was a locomotive. Anybody getting in front of him was getting banged on. We all know that. We cannot deny his skill. But that was a washed entire Detroit Pistons team. And when LeBron dragged that team to the finals, what happened to them? They got dragged by the Spurs, swept away. Kobe ain't never been swept in the NBA finals in his life. LeBron done been swept twice in the NBA finals. Is this your king? Huh? Is this your king? Now, Kobe and that Lakers team did lose in a gentleman's sweep to the Detroit Pistons. But y'all all remember that one game. That one game that they won. Who hit that clutch shot over Rip Hamilton to take the game in the overtime? And everyone is paying attention to Kobe Bryant. They start with Shaq. He gives it to Walton. Here comes Kobe. Less than five. From way outside. Got it! Oh, man! With 2.1. Kobe Bryant has it. Whatever it is, he has it. He has the ability to make big shots. I think MJ is the greatest of all time, but I think Kobe is more skilled than any player that's ever played that I've seen. That's right, Chauncey Billups. He is Stone Cold Killer. Now, LeBron James has been in the league for 17 years. He's in his 17th season, still going strong. His first seven years in the league, he played with the Cleveland Cavaliers, had one finals appearance, as I said, we all know what happened. He got swept away. After that, he knew that his legacy would be judged by how many rings he won. So he formed a super team in Miami for four years. Not two, not three, not four, not five, not six, not seven. And when I say that, I really believe it. Mr. James, there's a J.J. Beret on the phone for you. Okay, and when you're done with that, there's a Kawhi Leonard out here to speak with you. All right, and I'll pick up another call. Let me see. It looks like it's a Steph Curry. All right, Mr. James, I'll leave you to it. LeBron ain't trying to go out like that again.
please don't misunderstand me in this podcast. I'm not a LeBron hater. I'm just a huge Kobe fan, and I don't want anybody to get shit confused. Kobe is better in my opinion. LeBron did a lot for the league. He was an advocate for extending the All-Star break. So for the players that did participate, they had enough time to relax and come back to the regular season well-rested. But the fact of the matter is, LeBron James general managed his way in to multiple super teams. He played on three different super teams. He had Miami with Bosh and Wade. Then he went back to Cleveland with Love and Kyrie. Then he left Cleveland, went to L.A. for one year, got injured, allegedly, because he ain't had nobody on that squad at that time, missed the playoffs. And then what happens the following season, you get the second best big man in the game, Anthony Davis. A.D. is getting 26-9, and nine, and he is the second best big man. The first best big man would be Giannis Antetokounmpo. Homie over there in Milwaukee getting 30-14 and 14 a game. Now, on top again, Anthony Davis – Let's not forget that LeBron James also tried to get Kawhi Leonard to the Lakers. For about three or four days, everybody in the world thought that Kawhi was going to sign with the Lakers. Can you imagine that? Anthony Davis, LeBron James, Kawhi Leonard, a sharpshooter in Danny Green, and a veteran point guard in Rajon Rondo. That is That would have been unfair. But luckily, Kawhi didn't sign to the Lakers. He signed with the Clippers. So in my opinion, I think it's a three-way I think it's like the only three teams that could win the finals this year. It's either going to be the Lakers, the Clippers, or Milwaukee. Kobe was never really on a super team. You can't call Shaq and Kobe a super team because that's only two people. That's a dynamic duo, not a super team. Kobe was close to being on a super team, though. In 2011, when the Chris Paul deal got rejected by David Stern, that was some straight bullshit. The Lakers was about to land Chris Paul and Dwight Howard. Kobe really needed that at that time, too. They would have got busy. In that season, Chris Paul averaged 20 points, 9 assists. Dwight Howard averaged 20 points, 15 rebounds, and 2 blocks. Kobe was getting 28, 5, and 5. That was going to be a championship year for the Lakers in 2011 if David Stern did not cancel that trade. But instead, Kobe stuck it out, obviously played with the team he had, and lost to the OKC Thunder, who went on to the finals to lose to the super team in Miami. LeBron James didn't waste any years when he left Cleveland the first time, and he never had to put up with the pathetic rosters that Kobe had to put up with. After Shaq went to Miami in 04-05, the Lakers' starting center was Chris Mim, who as a starting center could only average 7 points and 5 rebounds. And then they got the nerve to call Kobe a high-volume shooter. You give him a center that can't rebound and can't put the ball in the basket. Of course he gonna go off. And then he had two more centers on that team. Brian Grant and Brian Cook. Brian Grant averaged 4.4 rebounds. Brian Cook averaged 6.3 rebounds. They replaced Shaquille O'Neal with literal trash bags. These are some other players that they just threw on the roster to play with Kobe. Stanley Slop. I don't care. What the fuck? Stanislav Medvedenko, Kareem Rush, Tierre Brown, Smush Parker, Kwame Brown, come on, man, Vladimir Rodmanovich, Roni Turioff. That was three of Kobe's prime years he had to deal with that. Prime. Until the 07-08 season when obviously the Lakers made the trade, when it got Gasol, and then what the Lakers do. Went to the finals three straight years. 
All you gave Kobe was Gasol. Yeah, he still had Lamar Odom. Andrew Bynum was coming of age. But three straight seasons, he made the finals. Kobe didn't need as much help as LeBron needed. After 2010, the Lakers never made the finals again. Kobe didn't threaten to leave. He didn't call out his teammates. He didn't unfollow his team on Instagram or Twitter. He didn't call up his homies and say, yo, y'all want a ring? Come play with me. LeBron James will not end his career playing on no trash-ass teams. Kobe played his last four seasons on some trash teams with injuries. So overall, if you give Kobe the same super teams you gave LeBron, he would have way more than five rings and would have way better stats because he actually had to carry those teams so bad that he popped his damn Achilles and had to miss damn near a season and a half and was not the same when he came back. Man, LeBron was on three super teams. That's noodles. But he does have more finals losses than Kobe has finals wins. So you do the math on that. Anyhow, that's it for the Bron Kobe talk. If you feel some type of way about it, hit me in the DM, Instagram, at Limitless underscore E. You know what it is. Now on to this Jordan documentary. Homie was doing more telling than Takashi. We didn't need to know that during your rookie year, you knocked on the door of one of your teammates and you seen coke over there, weed over there, women over there. Like, why did you need to put that in the doc to try to separate yourself from anybody else? Like, oh, you're the, you're the golden child. You don't do drugs. You don't do nothing. Come on, bro. Your eyes was bloodshot red during that whole documentary. And if that ain't enough telling, he looked right in the camera and dry snitched on his homie Scott Burrell, who was married. Talking about this dude never never in his room. He always out with women every single night. He ain't faithful. He out there doing his thing. Like, what part of the game is that? That man got a whole wife. That's noodles, bro. Like, you sitting there telling on people for what? That's Scott Burrell. What is you telling on him for? And then the whole Isaiah Thomas situation, man. You know damn well you want Isaiah Thomas off that USA team. That's come, come on, man. That's crazy. He did Isaiah wrong. You mad at Isaiah Thomas for being just like you. It just comes out in different ways. You were such a competitor that you took everything personal and you went crazy when anybody felt like did you wrong. Isaiah Thomas did the same thing. He left. He ain't want to shake your hand. So what? Everybody know Jordan was the reason Isaiah was left off that team. But I don't understand is why you won't admit it. And last but not least, y'all know what time it is. What the? How the? Now, Michael Jordan said he could have won his seventh championship if he would have came back and played for another year. Ain't no way he was winning another championship. It wasn't going to happen. MJ's salary for that last year was 33 M's. Scottie Pippen's, 2.7. That's trash. Dennis Robbins, 4.5. Scottie was not happy. He went to Houston for 11 mil. That following season, after they won that sixth chip, Dennis Rodman only started 11 games with the Lakers in that 98-99 season. Rodman wasn't worrying about no damn basketball. Go look at his IMDB page for 1999 and see for yourself how much he gave a damn about basketball. And he was running around with Carmen Electra. Ain't no way Dennis Rodman would have been focused. Ain't no way Pippen was coming back for another sorry-ass contract when he was making $30 million less than Jordan was. And let's not forget them. them dudes was old. They had just went to three straight finals. Ain't no way those aging bulls would have been able to put up with them young boy Spurs. Spurs won it in 99, and they beat by Lakers. After that, the Lakers went on to win three straight chips. 
Jordan, you left on top. If you would have stayed one more year, it would have got bad for you like it got bad for you on the Wizards. Ain't no way he was winning a seventh ring. That's it for this episode. Hopefully I cleared up any doubt and confusion y'all may have had about the Kobe versus Bron debate. I gave y'all straight facts, straight numbers. You could debate what you want. Kobe is the GOAT. Rest in peace to the Black Mamba. Peace out. Thank you.